Welcome to the family like a ghost. You're here listening to Two Stones from Home. We're going to be talking about that in another track. So let's get into it. So we've gone back and forth between our normal hardware workflow, which uses uh, modular analog and digital sense uh, recorded in real time. Uh, with digital recorders like the Zoom R16 and R24. Talking about instruments like the D- Moog DFAM, drummer from another mother, Arturia Mini Boot 2S, Moog Mother 32, uh, Juno GI System 1M, these type of synths, these hardware synths. And uh, lately, we, um, in the last month and a half, we've been using the Teenage Engineering OPZ. Now, some songs we've actually merged both the, both the OPZ uh, recording techniques with our hardware uh, synthesizer techniques. But here we have, again, uh, an example of two different songs. One that is a hardware analog synth Eurorack uh, constructed song, and then another one that's a teenage engineering song. And so the first song, Two Stones From Home, comes to this kind of sci-fi idea where the stones kind of represent planets, and this is like an intergalactic universal cosmic jam where basically you know Josephine's talking about this cosmic collision that she's always referring to um, everything in a sexual overtone so the cosmic collision kind of refers to having sex or intercourse but on this cosmic level where there's like neutron stars exploding and that kind of represents orgasms and Josephine gets really heavy into this idea that you know there's a space traveler and they're two plants away from their home, so two stones from home. And they're out there in this world where, you know, stars are exploding, which represents, like, the sex between the gods and the universe. And it's this weary, very kind of high-minded sci-fi idea. And we're using, um, we went and took our Moog Mother Theory 2, and we routed it into a Arturia Minibu 2S and used the sequencer on a 2S to create a repetitive drum beat. And then on top of that, we uh, took the DFAM and um, had it run in a sequence. And we have a Mother 32 run through a Make Noise Maths module. So there's a lot of analog modular uh, goodness happening in that song to create the structure. And it's just a matter of playing the Moog filters and um, sweeping the filters and sweeping the pulse modulation. Excuse me. And... Um, that's this whole structure of two stones from the home is the idea of this, this some kind of universal sexual space romp. And then we get into uh, the other song on here, which is called Burning Bridges. Uh, and Burning Bridges or Burnt Bridges, we call it, you know, I've changed the title a couple of times. It's probably going to end up being Burnt Bridges. And um, this song is, is very different. Uh, but somewhat familiar. And the teenage engineering has this kind of 8-bit, kind of new age um, synth wave kind of sound. And the best way to describe it is if you actually hear it. I don't think you want to So a lot of the sonic goodness that you hear in this song 
is the teenage engineering has the ability in its sequencer to do what, call, what are called step components. And step components are the ability to throw rules like sonic, you know, synthesis rules on top of each step. And potentially you could do six different rules on every step. And some of these rules can actually change the timing of a, of a, of a particular um, concept. They can go through and change um, how the filter works, you know, how the modulation works, um, and the, what, the way the sound processes, like filter sweeps, all kinds of sonic goodness. And, and, and when, when, you, when you use these um, step components in a very kind of free-flowing free way, you can get uh, unexpected uh, results. This is one of the things I like about hardware. In the same way that when you approach a Moog and you turn it on, if you don't let it warm up, it will sound different. If you let it warm up, it will sound different. If you wire the CV different, it will act different. If you play the filters because they're so sensitive, each setting and each CV um, configuration can be very significant and it can act different. Every time you approach it, you can find new ways to use it. The Teenage Engineering OPZ has this kind of variability when you bring in the step components. When you bring in the step components uh, into the structure of a song, you can get a lot of variability that is as is, is significant as what you get on an analog synth. So the idea of burning bridges is this whole thing. I had a, a bad um, um, uh, collaboration breakup uh, back in 2017. It's kind of famous. Everybody probably realizes it. Um, and it's, um, you know, I have Josephine just kind of ranting about it. And it's, you know, it's just, it's just kind of a, a dark kind of, you know, uh, somebody who is having, um, I guess, you know, you have your um, your resentments and there's a big resentment in this, this big project that we put a lot of effort into, we're just kind of thrown away by a certain individual. They just like dropped it. And they could say I dropped it, but I felt they dropped it before I did. Um, and this, this is something I've been talking about in my Dark Ghost albums for a while. And, you know, it has these, like, the line that says, like, birds of a feather, like, fuck together. And it's kind of, you know, it's a very harsh, kind of um, jilted uh, relationship uh, perspective. But it's got this kind of new wave, um, pretty lively beat that's not dark. And in this way, it's kind of like the churches. Churches, one thing I like about the way churches does their songs, they have this synth pop sound that is pretty like upbeat. But when you listen to the vocals, they're kind of dark. And this has got that kind of structure. It's kind of it's very dark, but it's got a kind of a, a more of a bubbly, um, you know, it's a up tempo, more up tempo than 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 Two Stone from Home, which is kind of a progressive. Uh, like uh, industrial attack where this is more um, accessible to some people today. And because it's got that kind of video game sound too, it, it sounds a little more like familiar to gamers. I think they have gotten some, like particularly some better reception to burning bridges or burn bridges than I did to um, two stones from home. Now being a, a progressive synth, player and, and being, you know, heavy into that type of sound. I kind of prefer Two Stones from Home, but I can understand why people, my fans seem to like burning or burning bridges or burnt bridges. So 
you never know what the fans are going to like. So you do, you do, you, you try different things all the time. And this kind of gets into, you know, teenage engineering is really making very significant capabilities. And I think I was watching yesterday on YouTube that, you know, it's because they are not the traditional synth designers. They approach things in a different way. They don't build their synths with like ladder filters and, you know, um, variable state filters that are obvious. They, they, it makes it, they make sense that are very interesting. And even their new traditional modular system has got, you know, a couple of different ideas, like the, the work stack, you're building it like a kit, like the Moog work stack. And then it's got um, just the kind of quirkiness of their structure. It looks like it's got Lego like control uh, surfaces, which then you could, use a Mindstorm to control that. So there's a lot of cool things you could do. So it's taken an idea of somebody who's a hobbyist, uh, maybe in modular synth, and they like the, the design. I think teenage engineering is kind of like all about designs. Like you look at a company like Audi, very design-oriented, or, or a company like Apple, very design-specific. And teenage engineering has got that feel. So they've got people who probably have never been in the synthesis getting into their gear, which is good because it's good to bring people from outside uh, the music industry into the art craft because then we can get different perspectives. And, you know, I think getting different perspectives is, is key uh, to what you do. I think one of the big problems in the music industry right now is like, you know, I've got over 8,600 fans on, on Anchor. But on Reverb Nation, I can't get a gig because my sound is so different than everybody else's sound that it seems to be a detriment to me getting gigs there uh, where you know, I can get a lot of fans to listen to what I'm doing here. I get actually more people listening sometimes to my, my broadcast about my own music than some of my interviews. Uh, and so there is a, an audience for my music, and I'm surprised that Reverb Nation, and I've gone on this again, is, is you know, I, I'm, I'm spending the money to be on their platform and I can't get any of the contest. So it's making me feel like eventually I'm going to dump them and go back to Sonic Bids or some other structure because seems like it's a waste of money. Um, and that's a complaint directly to them. So sorry about that. But I think they need to be more open and, and the bookers need to be more open about what is, is possible out there and what people can do. And don't just keep on running the same sounds all the time. Um, then uh, we're getting into, you know, it's NAM season. There's a lot of cool devices coming out. We don't know what Moog's going to do besides they did it a lot last year with the grandmother and they did, you know, the, the um, Subharmonicon, and then they did the Moog One. So with 2019, you know, are they just going to be kind of resting on what they built, or are they going to show up with another, um, you know, series in the Mother series? Uh, I would love to see the Subharmonicon get put in production. I'm kind of kind of holding my money because I, I if the Subharmonicon was out and the Teenage Engineering stuff is there. I have a hard time figuring out which one I'd go. I, I, I'm a big fan of the Mother series. You know, I've been waiting to get a, a grandmother. Um, the Subharmonicon is something I really want. Not sure. And we've seen this with Mo before because they actually came out with the brother from another mother that never got built. And we're hoping, hoping the Subharmonicon is not something that doesn't get built like the way that one. But we saw, you know, the, the, the actual DFAM was, you know, on the shelf for a little while. We didn't know if that was going to come, and it did. But it was so significant that they really had to build it. 
the question with the Subharmonicon, do they think there's enough of, of a fan base for that? I think it's an amazing machine. If you look at the Lollipop video on it, it's very nothing else like it. Maybe make noise, make some modules that could do what it does. But I believe, you know, as a singular machine, it's incredible. It would be really cool if they built it. So, Moga, if you're listening, you know, we'd love to go to MoGFest and interview folks with this podcast. Can we interview indie artists? And also for NAM, if anybody's listening from NAM, we are very interested in going to NAM 2020 and being able to interview bands and people, uh, manufacturers, and put it on our podcast. Uh, so we would be very interested and hope there's a way to do that. We're going to see if Anchor can help us get us get us there. We're going to talk about that. Once we hit like 10,000 fans, we're, we're hoping that we can leverage that and see if we can actually go to MoogFest or go to NAMM 2020 or any other um, musical convention and be invited like the way Sonic Bids and Lollipop and Andertons and all these other folks that go to these uh, conventions we would love to do that. When we were working with All Control K, we were going to try to do that. We never got to do that. Uh, so it's an idea that we still have, and we still, we're, we're a big technology fanatic when it comes to electronic music, recording, synthesis, everything. Um, you know, from from recording gear to synths, to modular synths, to, you know, effects, you know, every, anything in between, we're, we're heavily interested and we're very involved and we do purchase our own gear uh, we're looking for some sponsorship from some of the folks out there so any of the companies that are looking to, to push their brand uh since we have a fan base of over 8,600 folks we're hoping that we can um leverage that this month alone we got 3,000 listens over 3,300 which is double our normal listenership so we're on schedule to actually hit over 10K soon. Um, so we're hoping that, that folks see that. And in addition, we have records of our own. The Family Electric Ghost is on all the streaming services. We've got multiple albums. Our current record out there for everybody to download is Wretched Symphony Number no. 8. So check that out on all the streaming services, Family Electric Ghost. And also we, we've got... Uh, on Digger's Factory Vinyl, a uh, 200 um, uh, issued vinyl, double vinyl album. There's only 196 copies left. Go out to Digger's Factory Records and check out Dark Ghost. There's a promo on here you can look at on our main page. We appreciate it if all of our fans, you know, if you can find it in your heart to support us. Um, please check out Dark Ghost Volume 1 if you want a limited edition vinyl copy. There's only 196 left. And if you just have a streaming service, listen to us on Apple or Spotify or Tidal, whatever service you have. Listen to Fam Electric Ghost. We have multiple records and collaborations you, you want to check out. So thank you very much, and we'll talk to you later. So much a vision A new transstone In a burning down I can't make a vision It's my new religion My soul from fun Radioactive The third bar It's two stones I'll be in light years from home
we have our brand new record, Dark Goes Volume 1, available on Diggers Factory Records. Go to https www.diggersfactory.com forward slash vinyl forward slash 226598. And that's com forward slash vinyl forward slash 226598. This is an Electronica Experimental Progressive Trance album. Pre-order is $24, plus shipping and handling. There are only 200 copies produced. It's a double vinyl record, and it will be coming out in April. Again, this is Family Electric Ghost. Appreciate it if you check out www.diggersfactory.com forward slash vinyl forward slash 226598. Thank you. I don't think you want to remember
This is a family like a ghost minor correction on the OPZ step components. There are 14 uh, unique step components. Uh, I actually made a little bit of a error there. So I wanted to correct myself. So I'll actually go and say what the step components are now. So let's get into what they really are. So the step components that you have on an OPZ are pulse, pulse hold, multiply, velocity, ramp up, ramp down, random, glide, sweep, tonality, jump, parameter, spark, component spark, and trigger spark. So these are the things, these are the actual settings that you have on the OPZ. And uh, looking at the manual, it goes into what the range is on these things. So um, you can see what the defaults are and what the ranges are when you look at the manual. But it's uh, very, very interesting what you can do with this stuff. And um, it's just really cool uh, what, what you can actually do. So it goes through all the different levels of what you can do on the pulse hold. So like the pulse has up to nine different uh, counts you can use and then a random. The pulse hold has, again, nine counts and then a random. 
the multiply, you can go up to eight different multipliers. And then uh, on the ninth one, it's a broken chord. And then the, on, on the last one for zero, it's a quantize. Then on velocity, you have uh, negative four, negative three, negative two, negative one. And then there's a default. And then it's positive one. Default must be zero. Uh, positive two, positive three. Then it's mute and then random. And then ramp up. So you can actually mute the velocity. Then ramp up, you can do two steps, one octave, three steps, one octave, four steps, one octave, five steps, one octave, six steps, one octave, two steps, three octave, three steps, three octave, four steps, three octaves, five steps, three octaves, and six steps, three octaves. Um, and so it's the same thing for the ramp down. And then the random is the same concept. And then glide, you have glide one through eight and then direct and random. And the sweep, you have a filter up, filter down, synth up, synth down, pan, filter up long, filter down long, synth up long, synth down long, pan long. And then tonality, you have ignore chord progression, you have a transpose, you have an offset, octave, offset fifth, offset third, chromatic up, chromatic down, quantize one, two, and three. And you for the jump, you can jump. So you can jump to the start, you can jump to 2-4, jump to 3-4, jump to 4-4, four, four, jump to random, align to a global track, skip a step, reverse, quantize, quantize. And then parameter sparks, you can set the range on the parameter sparks to be um, up to 8, and then a random, then a reset counter, component spark, those are all the same. So all the spark, component spark, parameter spark, and trigger spark all have the same capabilities to set up to eight steps and then random the reset counter. So that's uh, just a little more information on the step components that we were talking about in this song. Thanks.